0: Within a small conversation, the entire carpet was ripped out from underneath me and my only source of income was shut off. My routine of getting up in the morning and going to work was suddenly done. I was done. Welcome to the Wonderless Virtual Assistant Podcast. I'm Rebecca, VA coach, business author, and digital nomad. Through empowered mentorship, I coach women to embrace their dreams and build a virtual assistant biz that unleashes their freedom. On today's episode, I'm going to tell you the story of how getting fired in the film industry was the catalyst for starting my VA business. Let's begin. Hi ladies! I wanted to come in here and share with you an annual reflection that I downloaded last week. I was thinking back at, I was asking myself, where was I this time last year? And my jaw hit the floor. It actually blew my mind. And I connected with Katie and Rachel and I was like, ladies, Let me remind you where I was last year. And we all just went into this this mentality of OMG and how times have changed. And I really felt called to share it with you ladies. So around this time last year, I was working in the film industry, sitting at a desk for 12 hours a day, assisting a producer that like blatantly ignored my existence except for the few times she would get me to run errands for her. And my most infamous errand was to go out and buy her a new toilet seat for one of the many bathrooms in her house. A toilet seat. That was basically what my job entailed for this person. And I was so crushed, I was so unhappy. And I, you know, you might ask yourself, like, well, how'd you get there? How did you get to a position where you were were assisting a producer that didn't want you, didn't need you, ignored you? Well, before her, I was the executive assistant to one of the biggest producers in town. I was working on one of the sexiest shows. And I was soaking in all the perks, all the perks to work that closely with a man of that much influence and power. I felt like a queen. I thought life was good. And then hashtag me too came out and the producer I was assisting basically freaked out about having a young female assistant during the era of hashtag me too. He was, he is, I don't know, extremely egotistical and his, he was very dependent on his status and what people thought of him. And so he took no risk at all. Hashtag me too came out and in the course of a day, half a day, he had fired me. And hired this older male assistant to replace me. And that was it. It was like, hey, Rebecca, we're going to let you go. Pack up your things. You're out by the end of the day. And in the film industry, everyone's a contract worker. But you don't really work for yourself. So they can do that. They can drop you they don't need to give you two weeks notice they don't need to pay you for two more weeks i went from thinking i was living the highest of highs and within a small conversation the entire carpet was ripped out from underneath me and my only source of income was shut off my routine of getting up in the morning and going to work was suddenly done. I was done. And I just remember feeling so heartbroken and I felt like I was getting a slap in the face. And I just thought, never again. I've got to figure out how this kind of behavior and these kind of results and this kind of power – when it comes to influencing me in my life and my lifestyle and my source of income, I want to have control over that. So I ended up working for the female, the producer who ignored my existence in order for me to sort of make some money to figure out what on earth I was going to do. And it was such a transformation because for years, for my whole life. I knew I was going to work in the film industry, obviously. That's what I told my parents I was going to do. They liked the sound of it. They saw me on the, splashed on the cover of magazines. They saw me making movies. They saw me raking in millions. This is what I was going to do. I studied this. I was going to work in the film industry and suddenly I had this huge wake up call and I was like, no, no, I am going to work for myself. That is what I'm going to do. It's not based on the industry. It is, I need to put myself first. And when I step into the alignment of serving myself, the universe will get on the same page as me. It'll understand what I'm talking about. It'll be like, okay, girl, I get you. You are putting yourself first. You're serving yourself first. You're filling your cup up first. And from that overflow, you will make a difference in this world. So in all my downtime of being ignored, in between running errands and getting toilet seats, I was on the internet a lot and I found the Laptop Freedom Program and well, here I am today. It totally changed my life. I was able to take the skills that I had honed from being an assistant before and honestly just living life as an organized individual and take that, start my own VA business and work remotely. And it has blown my mind and put the biggest smile on my face. The demonstration of when you step into alignment with your vision and what truly makes you happy. All the pieces of my puzzle just fell together and are still falling together. So, I got my first major VA client. I said, adios to the producer who I'm not even too sure she remembers my name. And I took a really scary leap. I got up in the morning and I didn't go to work physically. I stayed at home and I worked from the kitchen table, suddenly like trying to make this thing work. And when I started to work from home And when I started to work remotely, when I started to work for myself and set my own boundaries, set my own schedule, the world that I had created for myself, that I thought was what I wanted, it just became evidently clear that it wasn't my source of happiness. In fact, I started to live in two places at once. Half in the city I was living in and the other half in a mountain town up the road has always had my heart. And I was able to live in two places at once because I worked remotely, I would just bring my laptop. But it was exhausting. It was really, really exhausting me. I felt like I was only going home to my place in the city to do laundry now at this point. I wasn't working there. That was it. I was living out of a bag, trying to be in this mountain town as much as I could, just going home to do laundry. One time when I was in the mountain town, I was there on a Tuesday, which I would never normally be able to do, but I brought my laptop up with me and I worked from a co-working space on a Tuesday. That night, I went and hung out with a friend that I don't normally get to hang out with because they're normally working. And we went to a bar that I don't normally go to on a Tuesday. I'm never there on a Tuesday. And standing in that bar ended up being The guy in my dreams. And we met. And I'm in a very great relationship with him right now. But it's funny, we reflect back and we realize that, in fact, there were many, many times in the past 10 years where we crossed paths. We were in the same place at the same time. We were across the street from each other. We were at the same dinner party we didn't meet. We didn't meet yet, because it wasn't the right time. I didn't have the flexibility to meet someone that didn't live in the same city as I did, who didn't work 12-hour days, pretending that film was what they wanted to do. And then soon after that, I had a friend, landlord friend, give me a call, and he said, hey, My place has become available in this great little mountain town. Do you want to move back up full time? What keeps you in the city? Within a month, I had totally packed up my life. I had moved to this beautiful mountain town. And I am now nurturing and I have the ability to nurture a relationship I am so proud of because I have the flexibility to do so. I have the flexibility to meet him for lunch. I have the flexibility to take time and care and sleep in and whatever it is with my partner. And everything has fallen into alignment. And this was a year ago. Over the course of a year, this has changed. and. It doesn't sound like a lot of time, and it's not a lot of time, but it doesn't take a lot of time. The universe is just waiting for you to tell it the truth, to give it requests in, based in pure self-truth. And then the universe is like, there it is. Great. Okay. Are you ready? Because I'm about to throw at you everything that you want that's in alignment with your vision and that makes you happy. Because you just made a request based in real, pure, self serving truth. So I wanted to share that with you, ladies, because I know what brought you here is this really deep down knowing that you're not quite in alignment with your vision. You're not doing the type of work that fulfills you and makes your lifestyle what you want it to be. You feel that you're making sacrifices. And I can tell you that when you start to work for yourself and work remotely and make choices and have the power to make choices that are in alignment with what you want and with your vision, it's so empowering. And that is when you're like, okay, this is what you do with the life that you've been given. This is what you do. Thank you for listening to the Wonderless VA podcast. I hope this episode and many more help you fulfill your VA dreams. To learn more about virtual assisting, you can find us on all the channels, including Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.